All right, everyone, welcome back to episode number two of Two Catholic Dudes. My name is Ryan Klaus. Danny Cleary. Welcome. And again, we're not theologians. We're not priests. We're just two Catholic dudes talking about our faith. What are we talking about today, Danny? Well, see, here's the thing. We had a plan. We did. We had a plan. We had a topic. We did research. We had notes. We had all those things. We had all those things. And then today we were sitting here like talking before we started recording and we were kind of inspired to talk about something completely different. And so that's what we're going to do today. So we're going to kind of just free ball it today. Winging it. And, uh, and see what happens. So we're doing, we're talking about change, growth and change and how that affects our, our life. And not only that, but how does that affect our faith lives? Absolutely. So big change for you. You're, drink, you're drinking coffee now. Day two. Day two. Um, and well, it's, it's like week two for you guys. This is episode two. We're going to be doing these every week. But right. uh, uh, behind the scenes, we're filming these back-to-back days because we're so inspired from We yesterday. had so much fun. We yeah. had so much fun. So we thought we'd do another one the next yeah. day. So uh, drinking it the next day. And, uh, you know, it's, it's getting a little bit better every, right. time, every time I take a sip. I mean, it's, I'm still not there, but it's, it's, it's getting better. Well, here's the deal. You're, you're drinking black coffee. Straight black. That's, I mean, I, mine is, I got cream and sugar and <laughs> everything in here. You're just like going from nothing to just black coffee only. You know? That's quite a jump. It's all right. But it's if you like it, you like it. That's right. This is my first time having a uh, Pete's coffee. Yeah, it's right by my house. Yeah. It's something different than the Starbucks thing that everybody sure. goes to. Yeah, I, it's pretty good. I like it. This could be a thing. We get Pete's every time we do a podcast. And then eventually they'll sponsor they us. They could be a sponsor, but they're listening in. Who, who Pete's, <laughs> hit us up. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I thought we could do change because, you know, this is day two of the podcast, week two for you guys. And I'm kind of a perfectionist. If, uh, if you don't know me, everything that I do, I want to make it absolutely perfect. And I strive to be better and improve on everything that I do. So the first podcast uh, was really good, but I was like editing the footage and I said, oh, there's room for improvement here and here and here. So as we're starting day two, I'm like hanging blankets, trying to get better lighting. Uh, You know, uh, we initially said uh, we want to do this podcast and we're like, oh, it's fine having a bare wall. But I'm like, you know what? Let's let's add all this, make it look nice. And uh, so today I changed the camera lens, changed the angle and it's about trying to just keep making it better. Right. And like we said yesterday, not being afraid though, um, say, say we finished this podcast and I look at this footage and I'm like, oh, this is way better than episode one. Now we can't post episode one. But no, you got to just film it, put it out there and expect that you're going to grow. And that's a natural process. Growth is a part of life and yeah. growth is a part of everything. It's, it's, you look at anybody that does anything, you know, the best basketball players or the best you know football players go look at their first time ever shooting a free throw or their first time ever throwing a pass like it, it's not going to be the quality that they did so it, growth and, and changing and constantly trying to be better is a part of life and i think that um it's it's sometimes people people enjoy the journey mm-hmm. so i i'm i'm with it yeah i mean if you can look back on any particular part of your life and you and you're not like a little bit embarrassed about where you came from. Like for instance, my songwriting. Right. Um, if I look back at the very first song I wrote and I go, man, that's the best song ever. That means I didn't grow at all. Right. Um, you almost want to be able to look back and go, Oh gosh, I, yeah. can't, I can't hear this. Anymore. Exactly. I a hundred percent, you know, and I used to have a, a YouTube page. It's, it's still there, but I, I posted videos for like six or seven years of me playing secular covers. And I look back at the very first video and it's 
awful. But I leave it up there as a reminder of the growth from the very first one to the very last one that I made. And I can see the process of oh, getting better yeah. in, in my vocal ability, my performance on guitar, on piano, and my editing and my whole production value. And you can see that that continual growth. It's well, amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that's I think that goes for anything that you do. It's It's a constant life is about growth constantly. Um, but on the topic of change, you know, change can be kind of scary. You know, everyone, I think everyone can agree and attest to a fact that like change is a scary thing in life. And, you know, nobody likes change. Everyone, uh, I think most people like their routines and like to do the same thing every day. And they, you know, and I, I'm a creature of habit for sure. And so I really don't like change, but, uh, we've both gone through a lot of big changes, both in personal and faith lives recently that kind of brought us to where we are today, sitting at the table. So I figure we could dive into that a little bit today and, you know, talk about it and see, you know, what, where, how did we get here? Yeah, absolutely. How did our change bring us to having a podcast talking about God? Right. Because it, again, if you don't embrace that change, uh, you can't grow in everyday life and you can't grow in your faith life. And that's, sure. that's really, really important about how you can grow in, in the love of Christ in, in everything that you do. Right. Um, so let's, let's ask, you know, well, it, and for me, you know, the biggest thing is like uh, for a long time, I was kind of stuck in a, in a rut and not that like tons of people knew, like my close personal friends would always kind of ask me like, man, are you, are you okay? But like, I was really stressing out and just kind of in a, a stagnant, uh, complacent place, uh, in both my faith and my personal life. I was just doing the same thing over and over and over again. And I was kind of stuck in, in a place that I didn't want to be. And it was affecting, you know, my friendships. It was affecting my, uh, the relationship I was in at the time, it was affecting a lot of different things. And it wasn't until drastic change happened in my life where everything that you thought you were going to do and everything that you, uh, you know, had planned kind of changes completely. And then I kind of woke up and was like, Hey, wow, I, I gotta, I gotta try something new and I gotta do some new stuff. And, and when I started to kind of really look into myself is when I really started to grow. And honestly, I can say that like, it was me focusing on what, what are the things I really, really want to do in my life? And I think that's, it was during that time when I came to you and I was like, Hey man, like I want to, I want to start making YouTube videos talking about our faith. And I, we, we've been talking about our podcast for a long time. Let's do it. Let's start it and let's get it rolling. Cause it's something I really wanted to do. And we, we both, you know, we're, we're trying to grow separately. And then I think that us coming together as a team was, was a huge part of me and my change and how I was feeling. And it's, it's been, it's been awesome. I've never felt better, honestly, personally. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough when you're stuck in that rut and sometimes you go through difficult moments. Like for me, um, when I was younger in my 20s, I, uh, I stopped going to church every other week because I was only getting paid to, uh, to play and sing at mass every other week when, for the choirs that I was directing. And so when the weeks that I wasn't playing came up, I was like, you know what, it'd be easier to just hang at home and watch football Cause at that time I was playing, uh, I was playing like four different fantasy football leagues. It's way too many. I do not recommend doing it's that. Way it's crazy. Cause at that point you're like rooting for you're defeating yourself and you're, against yeah, every player. Like, like you're it's out of control. Like, so I just hang wow. at home and watch football all day long. It's, it's not healthy. And I was missing church, but, right. um, 
And part of me was like, am I only going to church on those other weeks too? Because I have to, because I'm getting paid for that. Well, uh, that's, that's a huge thing that I, I think a lot of people that work for the church struggle with and me, especially it's like, when does, when are you not just going to work? Right. Like, when are you going to worship? When are you going to mass? When are you going to be with God? Like it's, is it like, when is it stopping a clock in clock out situation? Cause that was a big part of my, uh, issue is I was stuck in that. Like, I'm just going to work. I, yeah. I got to fill in the hours, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And you know, it sucked. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of music ministers, uh, friends of mine that go to a separate mass. Um, like, so they, they sing in the morning and then they go later just with their family or something so that they can really just take it in. Yeah. Um, that's, I started doing that too. When I had youth mass where I was like managing the Eucharistic ministers and lectures and whatever, but then I, w- I would go to the mass before youth mass just right. so I could get my you know, go, go to mass and focus on mass only. Yeah. You know, so, um, usually totally I don't have time for, I know I, you, there's always time if you want to make time. Right. right. So I, it's something I should think about doing because often, you know, I'm playing two masses every Sunday, sometimes three and I'm running around playing, directing, singing. And if I don't realize it, I just missed mass. You know, I was there, but was I really there? Oh, hundred percent. You know, but, uh, the important thing is that I got to this point and there's still room for growth. So I went from the point of playing only every other or going to mass every other Sunday when I had to play to, um, then I started getting paid to play every Sunday and I was still toying with the fact that am I going because I have to or because I want to. And eventually as the years went on, it was a very gradual change. I realized I I am going because I want to. I would be here regardless of if I was getting paid or not. Right. And that was, that was an important uh, journey that I went through. And so now, yeah, I, I, I go to daily mass sometimes, but I should be going if, if I really want to make that effort like we just talked about before so I can really take in the full mass and liturgy experience on my own. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is something else that, that I'm thinking about when it comes to like, you know, change and stuff like that is I think when it's a scary thing. I, this is, I always go back to when I'm working with the teenagers cause that's what I do every single day, but is I'll have a, a teenager that may be struggling with, with something. Maybe they're, they're into the party scene or they're struggling with an addiction or whatever. And they, they say like, Hey, I, I want to, I want to change. I want to be more involved in my faith. I want to be more involved in church, but it's easy to like start, but then it's where they get stuck is then they go back and, and, the identity that they've created in kind of doing the negative stuff and doing the stuff that keeps them away from God, that like people get upset that they're trying to change from that person because that's the identity that they formed. Mm. And they're like, it, it's, it's more like I want to go, I want to run towards Christ. I want to change to be better. I want to grow and be better, but I don't want to lose this reputation or these people in my life. Cause like change may come with loss. Like you may lose certain things in your life ultimately that, you know, but I mean, ultimately, hopefully if you're running towards Christ, it'll make you better. But like that, that's a huge thing that I see is that change of, I, I can't risk, you know, you know, what if it doesn't work out? You yeah. Know? That, so. That's a big problem in, in this day and age is, is honestly like fear of missing out. Um, you, you don't want to say no to any one particular thing or say yes to one particular thing, because then you're saying no to something else. Um, but if you want to say yes fully to Christ, then you're going to have to say no to other things in your life. And you're going right. to have to leave certain things behind. Uh, Jesus tells us that in the gospels is if you want to follow me, leave everything. And, and, and uh, yeah, because well, like, look, look at the disciples when it comes to change, right? 
their whole life changed completely. Like in an instant, and they said, "Yes, we want to follow you. Leave, leave everything behind. Here you go, right?" And that's difficult. That's difficult. Right. Um. So so many uh, Christians are just like, as long as you accept Jesus in your heart, uh, you're all good. But like, uh, in the Catholic teaching, it is a difficult journey. It is. Yeah. I just. I'm not trying. This is not to knock anybody, but I just feel like that's the easy way out. Yeah. To be like. You, you're doing stuff that, that isn't making you the best version of yourself, that isn't being a reflection of Christ, but you love God, so... It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> like, amen, like God loves you no matter what. Like, like, like Jesus accepts us in our struggle and our worst days and our best days. But if you really want to like follow Jesus and make a positive change to choose Jesus every day, you got to leave some bad stuff behind. You got to leave, you're going to have to leave things behind. Absolutely. And that's a hard sacrifice to make. And that's why the example of Jesus' sacrifice is is so important because you're going to have to sacrifice. And all the early followers of Jesus sacrificed everything. They dropped everything they had to follow this guy. And like that's that's a scary thing to do. And that's it, one of those immediate changes. We're talking about there's so many, there's a lot of gradual changes. Right. There's immediate changes. There's somewhere in between. And in that moment, they had to make that decision. We're, we're fully in. Well, and I think that sometimes when, when we're choosing to, to give our life to God and say like, I'm going to, I'm going to fully try to run from this stuff that's keeping me from God. And that's an immediate change that we have to make. But the, where the gradual change comes in is gradually then us becoming who we want to be and who God's calling us to be through that sacrifice of change. We're then gradually becoming who God is calling us to be. So I think it's a combo. Yeah, because I don't think the disciples said they dropped everything. That's awesome. They made that decision to follow Christ. Right. But were they completely different people in that instant that they changed? No, of course not. It took them, I'm sure, a long time to uh, fully be Uh, present. Of course. Well, because I think that I think a lot of people think that it's okay. I chose God, so everything's fixed now. Like my life is better now because I've chosen Jesus. Like, well, here's the thing is you also have to choose him tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And when the bad decision has to come up and when a struggle comes up, you have to choose God in every instance of the day. Salvation is not a, like we got it. It's a constant choice every day for us to be more like God. Exactly. In in my opinion. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's probably going to get harder. Uh, You know, God is going to test you because he knows in those difficult moments, you're going to grow. And I, I, I give this analogy to my kids in my choir all the time. Uh, when they're singing a note that's a little too high for them, or they're, they're uncomfortable with a part, or they're going to sing a solo and they're scared. I'm like, you got to do it scared. You got to do it knowing that, that failure is an option. Failure is an option and failure will help you grow. Uh, in fact, when, when a soloist goes up, you know, for like to be a psalmist and they, and they go and they bomb it, they come back and they're really upset. After mass, I, I kind of talk them down and I say, you know what? That wasn't great. I know you weren't happy with that. I am extremely happy that that happened because first of all, you survived, you made it. If you can get through that, you can get through anything. And now it's going to be all downhill from here. But that moment is going to make you grow. Next time you go up, you're like, you know what? I got through that. So like I can handle it. It's fine. Um, But I use this analogy of working out. And like, I know you like to work out a lot. Um, We do different kind of workouts. Very different. (laughs) (laughs) You like, you're, you're like doing rock inspired workouts. Let's lift as heavy as possible. I'm like, no weights. Let me just do crazy body weight stuff. I'm into like insanity and P90X and all that stuff. Wow. Um, 
It's, it's I just that's too sweaty for me. <laughs> just lift something heavy, put it down, pick it up, call put it, it down, a day. call it a day. <laughs> yep. Beautiful. But when you lift weights, you're essentially breaking your muscles down. Right. Um, and that's hard. Your muscles are tearing, but when they when they grow back, they're going to grow stronger. Well, and that's the thing is uh, is when the, just to keep on that analogy is if you say you haven't worked out in a really long time, like it's been a while, like you've been out of the gym, you're busy, you're whatever, um, and you go back and you get a great workout in. The next day sucks. It sucks. You can't move. The, the Every, second day afterwards yeah, is even worse. Everything hurts. Yeah. You're like, I can't bend my arm. You try to wash your hair in the shower and you're just like, everything is like, you're like, how can this be good for me? And maybe that's the, you know, like for instance, like when, when, when people go on retreats or something like that and it's awesome, it's like the best retreat ever. I haven't had this in so long and now I'm feeling this retreat. And then the next couple of days they don't have that same retreat feel like it, but they go back to their regular life and they want to make the changes to that the, the, they talked about on retreat, but it's, it's difficult and it's painful. You have that. I missed the retreat or, Oh man, like life sucks. I have to go back to work. I have to go back to school and it's just not the same. Like that's where it's the hardest. Can you maintain that positive change, that positive growth that you made uh, when, when it was the easiest, when faith was the best, can you maintain that? You know? Right. Uh, and that's a really a challenge, I think. And that's, I think for this, this isn't just for people that are trying to make the 180 switch here. Like I, I'm very active in my faith constantly. I pray every day and all that stuff, but there are days too, where I'm just down on my luck and I'm like, ugh, I need to, I like, I need to wake up my faith life and it's, it's tough and yeah. you have to find new ways to do it. And, and it's, there are days where it's, it's very difficult. Sure. You know? Tell me about like uh, your youth minister. Yeah. So like, how was that change? How did that happen for you becoming, be, you becoming into this position? And how did you get here? What well, kind of how yeah, did that change occur for you? Sure. The huge the huge change was I wanted nothing to do with, um, church. Yeah. Uh, I I I, I think it's because my mom and my dad, uh, my mom still works with it. We work. She does confirmation. I do youth ministry, uh, but they were so heavily involved and like well known in the church. Like you can't walk into the church without someone knowing my dad, right? You know he's Mister Popular, and I was always like, I well, then I don't like I don't want to like I was you know the kid that's embarrassed like oh you're uh you're John's son like ugh yeah like, I guess whatever, uh, but I and I was just like really anti like I wanted to do my own thing and I was I was caught up with a crowd that I shouldn't have been uh, in my early high school years and stuff, and it was I had a great youth minister that reached out to me and he was like, you know, what you're doing in life right now is not going to give you the lasting happiness that I can tell that you're looking for. And he, and there's a whole been detailed story we can get into another time, but yeah, yeah, sure. he just, he kind of picked me up and showed me an alternative and said, what you're doing now is it, like, I can see that it's not working. You look miserable and you're sitting here in the hallway and when you could come in the youth room, like, and literally, cause I wouldn't go in, I would just sit in the hallway with my backpack on after school, waiting for my mom to get done. And, and he invited me to make those changes in my life. And then being involved in youth group as a teenager and then as a college student, and then eventually like, you know, God blessed me with the opportunity to be the youth minister. And then the coolest part now is I get a chance and the opportunity to be that avenue for change for other people. Just like somebody was for me, somebody was that avenue of like, come on, let me show you the alternative. I get a chance to show other people like, look, there is there is change and there is growth and it is positive. That's incredible. Yeah. And like, think about 15-year-old Danny 
or however old you were at that yeah, moment. Yeah, I was like 15, 16. Could, could that version of you ever imagine Oh heck no! where you are right now? Absolutely not. You know? Absolutely not. Like, what a transformation, what a change. Yeah. And, like, God is so good to, to be able to put you on that path. And, you know, you see those drawings of, of your plan. It's like a straight line and then God's plan and just all over the place. Well, it's wacky. And ha- yeah, one of my favorite quotes is, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... Out of, out of, out has, of control. No, he wants I mean, nothing to do with it. So same same thing for me, 15-year-old right. Ryan. Like, get out of here that I'd be doing this at however old I am. 36. Oh. <laughs> um, it's it's crazy, the journey and the path that, that, that I took to get to this point. Yeah. Um, going through ups and downs and straightaways and you name it, left and right. I, I couldn't even have dreamed that I'd be here. Well, that's, and that's the funniest thing is like, I remember the first time I ever saw you was you were in a rock band and you played your rock band played at my middle school. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Right. Is, like, these guys are cool. Like you, but you was like a completely secular rock and roll band before or, that. Even I was the kid in, in high school with like spiky hair who would wear like Slayer t-shirts. Yeah, I just wanted to be sick. heavy metal guitarist for life. Right. Um, church was the last place. Church was that the they'd last find you. place. Right. right. Um, luckily I did have that, that anchor and I was in the youth choir as a guitarist. Right. Um, and I'd be playing Slayer riffs in between uh, a rehearsal. In between, They're like Ryan, like, could you please stop playing Slayer? We need to play Table of Plenty now. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh my gosh! Well, I'll just play Table of Plenty so I can get to the Slayer and Metallica. Um, and yeah, that was the last thing on my mind. But it's that little seed. It's that mustard seed that God planted. You know? Yeah. And it grew, and it, and it. You guys been getting robocalls all the time? Yeah. Uh, left and right, robocalls. Ridiculous. Uh, probably a social security thing. Probably. Someone's probably stolen your identity. Yeah. Uh, there's no change analogy there. Just like, <laughs> cut it off. No yeah. more. Stop right. doing it. Stop <laughs> doing that. Um, but you're in the choir. That's your anchor. And that's what helped you to kind of, you know, where did you, how did you get to here? Yeah, right. It, it's, I mean, we can talk about this in another podcast, right. but like, you know, from that to a, the band that played at your middle school, which right. was still far from the church, sure. but a little bit closer, just a little bit. And then right. from that moving on and going to school and, and then eventually taking over the choirs and so on and so forth. But the journey that, that God set me on was just out of, out of control, out of this world. And like, I could have never imagined it, but here I am. So I think that the big thing too is like, we don't know when God is going to intervene, but we have to be open to it. Mm-hmm. And we have to be open to those opportunities when they present themselves. Cause I know that I remember you telling me, uh, we, we've been doing these retreats for a long time now, but when you first got the opportunity to go to the saw leadership retreat here in our region, that was a big deal for you, right? Like that really opened up your faith in a whole new way. Saw, by the way, for anyone that's, uh, that doesn't know, or it's not from the region is signed and anointed to witness. Yeah, it's a leadership retreat for newly confirmed uh, in the Santa Barbara region youth ministry in the LA archdiocese where we both live. Yeah. Live uh, and work. It's, it's amazing. So continue. yeah, but, but that, that first time you went, I remember that you were, there was a, there was something different about you at, when you first went to that retreat, you came back and you were like, this is the kind of faith that I could be experiencing. Cause you'd never really seen a faith like that before. Right. Um, and, and yeah, I kind of went begrudgingly and I, I was like, I don't know what this is. It was all just another about. gig. Yeah. It was another gig. And then Christ really reached out to me in that, in that week long retreat and honestly changed me for the better. And I I haven't looked back since obviously there's been a lot of rocky roads in between, but that was one of the defining moments for sure. Sure. And and I think it allowed you, 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 you went and it was like, I'm going to be open to see what this is about. And it ended up being this crazy thing. And then 
slowly but surely you continue to open up and open up and open up until you know god god works as as all the kids say god works in mysterious ways <laughs> they all do say that yeah. especially at the song <laughs> uh, but yeah so it's it's being open to those changes and i think that that's something that that we can all try to do better is being open and not being afraid because change like i said change is scary people don't like it people want to stick to what they're doing but sometimes change can be this crazy thing it can reignite uh, our faith a little bit and do something exciting right and it may you know even if the change is is a negative maybe it'll force you to do something positive to help to combat that negative exactly embracing the difficulties i always i pray every morning i pray uh, I thank God for all the blessings he's given in my life. I thank God for the normal, average, ordinary things that I might not think of. I thank him for like my ears. I thank him for <laughs> my knuckles. I thank him for the floor that I'm sitting on. Just random stuff that stuff. you wouldn't like think of. But then most importantly, I thank him for the difficult things in my life. Thank him, I thank him for the challenges, for all the hardships, even for the times that I've failed, um, that I can, and not just for those as, as, as they are, but for those, those moments can change me and make me better and help me grow to be a better disciple, a better version of me that Jesus wants me to be, that Christ wants me to be. Right. That reflection of Jesus that we're all striving to be. Right. Know, it's that. Yeah. Of course. So it's important in those difficult moments in your life to, you might not understand what's happening, but to say, I, I, I accept this difficulty. I'm going to give it to Christ and know that this is going to help me in the long run mm-hmm. and have to just pray on it and, and know that God's changing you from the inside out. And you might, you might find out, you know, a week later, a month later, a year later, 10 years later, you might never know why that happened, but, right. but it's God's plan for you. And you just have to accept it with an open heart. Yeah, and and I, there's a really famous picture that or I don't know if it's really famous, but I saw I've seen it a bunch of times. I posted it a bunch of times, and it's a picture of this little girl, and she's holding this like teddy bear, and and Jesus is is reaching out asking for it from her, and she's like holding the bear, and she's like, no God, like I love this, I can't I can't give you this, yeah. and behind his back he's got like a gigantic teddy bear, and it's that that symbolism that like sometimes God's gonna take things that we love, or sometimes God's gonna shake up our life or things are going to change that we want to stay normal, but we have to trust that God has something better for us just around the corner. And like you said, maybe, maybe just around the corner, maybe 25 blocks down, we don't know, but we kind of have to surrender that to God and trust him and be like, you know, I'm, I'm open to the change. I'm open to the growth. And I know that you're trying to make me more like you. And I think that's what we need to look at in our change and our struggle and our growth is how is God trying to make me more like him in this? I love it. Yeah. So we're trying to keep this under 30 minutes. We're at 28 right now because our camera still only records 30 it minutes. It stops at 30 minutes. Yeah, and then we have to restart it. So yeah. I think we're uh, I think we're pretty much good for the day. Yeah. Um, and if anyone knows how to record longer than 30 minutes on a Sony holler A7 III, <laughs> holler at your boy. So let's do, uh, we just we just created social media stuff. Let's right? plug it real quick. So we just created all of our social media. We're trying to really uh, make this a big thing. We, we love doing it and we want to share just ourselves and our faith with as many people as we can. So follow us on Instagram, underscore two Catholic dudes. The underscore is really important. Make you sure gotta you throw do that underscore. underscore in. There's another account, but you'll see our picture. Yeah. You'll see, see our, a picture our, of me and Ryan. That's the one. Two follow faces that one. right there. Yeah. Underscore uh, two Catholic dudes. Uh, if you ever, if you need to email us with questions or things you want to talk about, anything that we said on the podcast that you're like, hey, I can relate to that or whatever, shoot us an email. Uh, two Catholic dudes at gmail.com. 
uh, shoot us an email, or if you ever want us to come to your parish, we do music, speaking, whatever. You can you can shoot us an email on there. We'll be on Facebook, Twitter, underscore two Catholic dudes. Yeah, you know, and, uh, hit us we'll up, follow us, and then on YouTube, go to Ryan Klaus Music on YouTube for now. Uh, for now, and that's where all of these podcasts are going to be. And we're working on getting. If you just want to be able to listen to it, we're working on that. Uh, on getting the just audio version of these things. So yep. stay tuned. It's coming here. Yeah. But yeah, well, but it was great. We'll be back uh, with you guys next week. There uh, probably another... more changes, but we're going to embrace it. Yeah. It's going to be great. We're going to go. Gonna do it. We're going to do it together. It's going to be amazing. Beautiful. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>